North of the spine of the world and west of the towering Reghead Glacier is a frigid expanse few dare to explore, let alone inhabit. This icy land of windswept tundra recently became locked in a dark winter without reprieve, and the inhabitants of Ten Towns are dying. Icewind Dale has become trapped in a perpetual winter. Ferocious blizzards make the mountain pass through the spine of the world exceedingly treacherous. And this land has not felt the warmth of the sun in over two years. This adventure is definitely served ice cold. Our adventurers must find the cause of this curse and stop it. Hello everyone, Prater here. Welcome back. We have another exciting episode in store for you today. Please be aware we are still tweaking the overall sound quality of our shows and learning the tricks of the podcast trade. Any comments or questions can be directed to us via email at info at PraterSrejects.com. Our website can be found at www.PraterSrejects.com. Thanks again for listening. Let's get our DMs and players introduced so the show can get started. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning wherever you are. Hi, my name is Loco. And I am the DM for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden in Icewind Dale. Hi, I'm Robert. I am a dwarven cleric by the name of Durin Frostbeard from Kerr Koenig. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm playing Kriga Rockua, a deep gnome wizard from Blending Stone and Deep in the Underdark by way of Targus in Ten Towns. Howdy, I'm Joseph. And I play Yolia Runtar, the illustrious Scourge Azamir Warlock of House Runtar. You know of me, right? Hi, I'm Rolando, and I play Varian Verwinis of the House Verwinis. I've lived in the East Haven for the last hundred years of my life, trying to atone for a grave error I've caused. Greetings. I'm Montgomery Devereaux of the Tourmaline Devereaux's. And I am a ASMR sorcerer. I am played by Greg. Okay, so that's about where we are. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative, if you would, please. All right, very nice. Here in. All right, as this giant creature pops its way out of the snow, Varian readying himself with his shield and scimitar. He's going, I'm guessing he said it's about nine feet tall. Yep. We're going to be probably striking at his uh, thighs, see if we can potentially weaken some of his legs. Yeah, I'd say from about the waist down is where, unless you're taller, maybe if you're six foot, you might be hitting in the abdomen area. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go for his thighs. Okay. is a hit. Nice. Most max damage. Very nice. And I will uh, step down a little bit just to further impose myself between this beast and the rest of the members of the party. Alright. Let me approve that move. Okay. 
and I'll uh, let everyone know that I got its attention and to circle around it. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you. Elir. Are you wetting yourself, or what are you doing? Nope. As a bonus action, I will hex it. So dark chains will come rising up out of this pool of shadows at its feet, kind of wrap around its body. Uh, and we'll go ahead and hit its strength. And then I'm going to come around and take a hack at its uh, back of its knee. All right. Following suit. Uh, By the way, it looks like you have hex on yourself twice there. Oh, I, I guess it never went off last time. One second. You know how to take it off, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. got it. Nice, another hit. All right. Right well in the back done. of the knee. All right. And that's it. That is all. Okay. As uh, Yalir kind of flanks the uh, abominable Yeti from the behind portion, he uh, the Yeti is almost not angered but angry and confused as these little creatures are not running away but actually doing him damage montgomery you are next all right you want to move there montgomery yes. is moving uh, away from the battle it appears behind some rocks so montgomery is going to go to uh some rocks over there and then he is going to begin to cast Chill Touch. And um, it wouldn't make... It'd be hard to notice here because of all the snow, but uh, as he casts his spell, it becomes uh, just a little bit more monochrome, more color drains from him. And uh, pale white hands will grab oh, if it hits. It doesn't. Okay. You were our fighter. All right. Okay, so who is the fighter in the group? Yeah, Virian. All right. So okay. as a bonus action, you are uh, going to move farther away. All right. Hang on just a moment. My map is not cooperating with me. All right. It will be hard to see, but uh, Durin, you are probably the only one that happened to see uh, Montgomery on the rocks, next to the rocks there. All of a sudden, he takes off in a northeasterly direction away from the party. Wait, like with my feet? Is that not like where I you moved? No. I did, did that make me move over there? I didn't I didn't do anything. I just I tried to end my turn by the rocks. Okay, that's fine. Not a problem. After the attack. Not a problem. Um, I fixed I'm it. Not oh no, not over there. Yep, over that's here. not the rocks, is it? That's the uh Yeah. Okay. Alright, so Montgomery, if you'll pass your turn, push the uh, little arrow down at the bottom that says next actor. Uh oh, okay. On the uh, combat track. Thank you. Krieger. Alrighty, I'm going to cast a create bomb. 
on fire directly under the Yeti's feet. So oh. there's a um, five foot cube. Oh, nice. So directly underneath him, and that will actually last for For how long? I'm sorry? It lasts for one minute. Okay. That's uh, going to be ten rounds on the combat tracker. But when he fails, he failed his saving throw. nice. Four points of takes damage. four points of damage, and he and, he is. And, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then I'm backing off some as well. All right, not a problem. He, uh, you see him howl. Uh, he's like one foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, trying to get out of this thing. Um. I am going to give him a... I don't know how I'm going to do this. I've never... I will just roll a d20. I'm going to give him a dex check uh, to see if he can actually get out of the fire, if he's going to fall, if he's going to be able to move. He, um, he actually won't take damage again unless he ends his turn in that area. So okay. his turn, he can just move out of Okay. Well, he, he is dancing right now. And... He is uh, very <laughs> confused uh, and scared. Um, let's see. Okay. He is going to try to, uh, as he screams out, he's going to look at um, let's see, at Virion and he's kind of try to Blow on Olivier. Oh, you succeeded. Well done. Uh, he try blows his breath on you. Oh my gosh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, you see, uh, Virian go down. This kind of falls over. <laughs> uh, and that is his turn. Well, that changes what I was planning on doing. Okay. You, you don't really see any uh, physical attack. You don't see claws or a bite. You just kind of see in the wind uh, and and Virian just kind of keels over. Durin. So I go ahead and uh, begin casting a spell and I cast Healing Word. Very good. Nice. All right. Mirian, as uh, your eyes flutter open, you're really realizing you're on your back, looking up at very, very dim light. You see snow, like, f flying around you, and the realization is that, uh, you know, you are not face down, but back down on your back in the snow, and you do not remember anything of what just happened. 
All right. Is that's all you got, uh, or do you have uh, anything else? Anyone know yeah. what just happened? Why am I laying down? I then uh, will cast a cantrip. Okay. Unfortunately, he succeeds. Okay. Pass your turn. Be prepared. It could be you again. First I move. Okay, you want to move? Perfect. You move on the other side of the rocks there by Durin. I mean, uh, by Montgomery. And after settling in there, I will pass. Okay. Actually, um, John Coe, the Yeti did not move, so when he ended his turn, he needs another saving throw. Okay, not a problem. Let's see you Another failure. Uh, damage is damage. All right. Why is it doing that again? I thought I. All right. Uh, whoever, Montgomery, you are next. Okay. I would like <clears throat> to try chilled touching him. Um, I dragged this over the Yetis picture in the combat tractor, correct? Um, I'm sorry, one more time. I roll to hit by dragging the dice over or, the Or Yeti you can one. hit control. You can use control and then left click on the Yeti. And if you do that, you'll see him be targeted up in by your name. Well, he needs to untarget himself first before he does anything else. Yeah. Uh, left click or excuse me hold control and left click on yourself there you go awesome right, yeah, good. so he is now targeted now all you have to do is double click whatever it is you want to do and whatever it was you were going to do misses unfortunately rip that's in chat please <laughs> all right you're, you're Lear. You're Lear. You're, you're up. All right. Well, witnessing this uh, horrifying display of icy might, I'm going to put a second curse on this thing. And then I'm going to take a swing at it. All right. And a miss. Oh. He is moving around so much because of the fire. Uh, it causes your uh, swing to miss. Virian, you are next. Going to go ahead, stand back up. Once again, kind of just kind of calm himself, catching a second win for the battle. Pretty good. And then uh, going to keep on uh, trying to take down the shitty. He doesn't remember exactly what happened, so as far as he knows, uh, he just felt a little lightheaded. So, Very good. Um, for flanking, is it just the since it he's is primarily focused on me, or is it? Yeah, you just get advantage on any of your uh, attack okay. rolls. Yes. Oh, that's right. Should I have had advantage for this last? Yes, one? you should have actually. Um, I'll come back to you right after this. Oh, okay. I just need to. All right, you get a sorry, hit. That, that is right. That is my bad. I am sorry. No, I I need to remember that. Right. Uh, we haven't played with flanking in a while. So I uh, do stand up and ready myself, slashing out at his legs again. Trying to weaken the beast. And you 
you find purchase. Uh, it's not a deep cut because uh, his fur is very, very thick, but you do find purchase. Uh, before you take your turn, Krieger, I'm going to let uh, Yalir uh, roll another hit die on this guy. Oh, okay. Did it matter? Unfortunate. Okay. Yalir, your turn. I think you mean Krieger. Uh, sh- yeah. yeah uh, so I was looking I... at his name, sorry. We lost you. You bumped your mic or something. Okay, I. Uh, there you go. I point my wand at him and fire off a fire. That's a hit. Nice. Three points of damage. All right. You just want to stay there. All right. Yep. Duran, your turn. Okay. Let's see. Um, I guess I'll move up to it. All right. Target it and try to swat at it with my warhammer. Okay. Oh, nice hit. Six points of damage. You swing and it hits bone and you can hear the the sickly thud as it hits into flesh and all the way into bone. I'll slide a little bit to my right. All right. Hoping to draw its attention my way as uh, opposed to Virian. Okay. Durin. Oh, that was you. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Don't worry about that. Um, as he stands there and he, he is, is like confused, he looks at the fire and he also feels the damage that it is doing as he stands there. He screams out in pain, and he is going to, so I don't want to do that, I'll move that back. He runs away from the fire. You, all three of you will get an opportunity attack against it. Um, we'll start with whatever the order is. Uh, let's see. Galeer wants you to go first, then Durin, and then Urien, you go. Okay. As it, it's so moving it out of the fire. What's I, that? Do I need to roll advantage for flanking still, or is that lost when it moves? Um, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, take I advantage. Wasn't sure how that works. That's a hit. Oh, nice. It's nine That's points of damage. Oh, I gotta fix that one. It needs two additional points, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, just go ahead and roll, uh, or just give it two more points. Uh, or I'll give it two more points, sorry. Okay. And, yeah, you'll if you could fix that. If not, I'll, I'll do my best. It's fixed for, uh, for 
now. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's see, uh, Durin. As he turns and screams and tries to run away, take a swat at him, and you hit him. Taking seven more points of damage. Nice. Virion, you do the same as he squeals in agony and, and fear. Nice, no hit. Six points of damage. Very good. That will be his turn. His, uh... Montgomery, you are up. Montgomery will see him start to run and, uh... say, no, oh, no, you don't. And, uh... Cast Mind Sliver. Okay. Ah, I didn't mean to click twice, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, that's fine. We'll take the first one. Uh, so he failed. It was a failure, so whatever you're going to do, um, give it the... Uh, well, just go ahead and roll your damage. And okay, whatever the, whatever the damage is, we will uh, make it right, whatever it is. Should right be on. full damage, right? Yeah. Okay. Montgomery's eyes go black, and uh, he casts Mind Sliver. That guy. All right. Well, uh, whatever that looks like, it flies out of your hands or your eyes and hits him for four more points of damage. You see the fur on its back uh, kind of part, kind of like a small explosion on his back, and arches his back in pain and if you will if that is all you have if you don't want to move or anything uh, if you'll pass I will pass I guess keep my position you're in all right uh, still I'm going to step over here Okay. Uh, beside the fire, and we're going to uh, have a whip of lightning conjure up in my hand and try and drag him back over here on this oh. fire. Poor guy. Is it is Mind Sliver the one that does the Bane thing similar to? Um... I'm looking at it. Yes, subtract one D4. Um, the next saving throw it makes for then my next turn. Uh, That's right. So, so any saving throw anybody does minus four, correct? Uh, a D4 is correct. That's a. I think even a D4 wouldn't matter because it's five over my DC. So. Okay. Sorry about that. Good call though. Good call. But yes. Yeah, uh, it, it could have mattered, but this time it did not, unfortunately. I was just so, being hopeful, sir. I know. 
Yes, unfortunately, no. He is able to resist my pull and does not get yanked over to me. All right. So uh, I think due to the warding, it gets rolled anyway. Unfortunately. No, I mean, yeah, it would get rolled, but just so that affects. Our so yeah, now it's only the one attack. Yeah, it's. Oop. Okay, you're. Lear, you're up. Oh, you want to move right there? Okay. Yes, I'll chase after it. Okay. And miss again. It's all right. You uh, traveled about 15 feet in snowshoes, and once again, you are not very stable as you uh, put your planted your feet and made a swing. Just happened to just miss it. Durin. Excuse me, Durin. Okay, I guess I will move 15 feet as well. Roger that. You're moved. Durin closes in on the Yeti. Takes an almighty swing and hits. For three points of damage to the abominable Yeti with his Warhammer. Again, you hear a sickening thud. Amidst all this, the howling wind and the screams and the cries of the Yeti. Anything okay, else? Okay, I'll try to Who's slide okay. over to the side on all the right. side there. Okay. Krieger. Okay, same as last time. Point. All right. Oh. And missing. Another miss. All right, the uh, Yeti uh, now still scared, but uh, <clears throat> um, he is uh, now out of the fire. Pain from his feet is being cooled by the snow, so he will make a claw attack. Let's see, on Yerlir, you'll be uh, odd which is pretty uh it's about right on the money and during you'll be even i'm gonna roll four three Hilary, he's gonna take a talk ball attack at you the hit of 18. Full on instant death. Oh my. Oh, yeah, yeah. And with that, uh, that is the Yeti turn. It's his turn again. But she didn't pass his turn. Oh, I did not. I am sorry. Thank you. Montgomery. After seeing a companion gone down, Montgomery will... <clears throat> pop up from around this corner here. Does that arrow show me how far I... Yeah, all you have to do is uh, left-click on him, I believe. 
and it will show you how far. Or hover over him. Can't remember as a player. Oh no, this is perfect. Okay. There we go. And uh I'll say Done plum gone done gone doggone did it now, son. And cast Ray of Sickness. He'll hold out his cane and point it uh, bottom hit. end first at the abominable yeti and uh, shoot him. Beam. Dark black beam at the yeti. Nine points of damage to the yeti. He is not looking good he is uh he's actually holding where he just got hit and he is looking you can see fear in his eyes now more than he did when he was standing in the fire all right if you're finished there montgomery if you pass your turn all right uh you want to roll a death save for me Oh, I'm dead, dead. Oh, I know. Just humor me. He's not dying. He's dead. I, 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 I yeah, I get it. Uh, I can still roll it if you want. Yep. He a dead, Jim? <laughs> Damn. Okay. He really don't want to come back. <laughs> All right. Uh, Durin. Ooh, Katie then. I guess I will uh, try to strike out the this guy again. That's a hit. Okay. Um, and then I guess I'll uh, steal myself for the next uh, round. All right. Virian, Virian, you're our next. You're going to move, okay? To uh, step around the fire. All right. Heading up to the Yeti. He was annoying, but you didn't have to kill him. <laughs> oh. As Virian steps forward, what do you do? I step forward, summon the strength to jump up a little bit, get pretty much right under his sternum, and just stab my scimitar straight into his stomach, sliding down, just eviscerating this yeti. Oh, yes, nice. As the, uh, uh, the scimitar enters the flesh and peels down, opening up the entrails they all spill out onto the ground those close to it can see the steam just boiling out the yeti momentarily screams in pain just for a moment to move no more 
I will go over here and try casting Spare the Dying on him. I will uh, kneel down just mourning over, hoping that uh, he's not completely dead. As you uh, kneel down to cast your spell, you remove the glove from your one hand. And as you reach inside his winter clothing, you feel no heartbeat, but you feel still that there is a somewhat of a radiating warmth from inside of his body are you, are you uh you're not a cleric right you're just i a, am a cleric okay what is who is your deity uh morden give me a healing not a save a check just skill check um which one would that be medicine medicine yeah medicine, medicine? sorry yeah as you in your your mind and in your your heart you call out to Mordedin. You plead with him not to take this one that is a party member and you your your hand, your bare hand is on his chest. You let the spell go and you can feel the, the energy and, and the power flow through you from your hand and transfer into the body of Yalir. And, and as you sit there, you, you, you don't feel anything, and your, your, your shoulders kind of slump out of disappointment, not only that your spell does not seem to have worked, but in Oridin that he did not come through for you. As you're beginning to pull your hand out from his chest, you stop because you could swear you felt the thump of a heartbeat. You push your hand back in over the heart. Seconds go by. Thump. Feel it once again. And as you continue to stand, stay there praying and, and asking Morden to bring this one back from an icy grave, the heart begins to beat a little bit faster and a little bit faster. He is unconscious, but... With, with that, I will cast Healing Word on him. And those of you standing around, uh, Durin, you see his hand inside of the cold weather gear and another surge of energy, you see kind of a brightness flow through his arm into the chest of Yalir, who at this point goes, <gasps> grass gasps for breath, and his eyes flicker open. Looks like this plane isn't done with you yet, buddy. I saw Grandpa. He told me to stop hitting on barmaids. Perhaps you should listen to him. Oh, you see not an old man anyways. What happened? What am I doing? Oh my god, my coat. By the power of Moradin, you were risen. But my coat is ruined. You couldn't have done anything about it while you were at it. Well, it's not like it's in Devereaux. Perhaps we should burn it. Of course not. Then what would I wear? I'll have Joffrey sell you another when we get back. Well, as long as it has my family crest on it. Huh. So really, what happened? Where'd it go? Huh. I must have killed the beast. There, this is dead. Huh. Knew I could do it. Yes, yes. Uh, well done. Say, I will uh, 
pull out that extra wolf hide that we had skinned and are you still too good for this? Let's get you back to town. Well, I, my nipples are very sensitive. I guess I better take it. And with that, I kind of go off and leave him to it. Well, well done. I was beginning to think that was going to take a turn for the worse. Yes, it was uh, quite close. All right. I don't remember the Bard's Tales talking about them doing that. Perhaps the Bard's are not always right. All right. So uh, what are you... Are you going to do anything to the body? Are you just going to go back and get the... uh... Uh, I would take the hand to bring back with us. We're going to be dragging this stuff back. We might as well just throw the Yeti on top. Oof, I mean, okay. see if we can get someone to taxidermy it. Uh, it's a little bit that. Yeah, let me double check something here. Someone taxidermied that fish. It'd be interesting if they could do this Yeti. Sans the magic, obviously. I'm going to share the image with you. That's what it looked like. I should have done that as you saw it, but I didn't. Sorry. Um, so he's got teeth. He's got claws. He's got horns. <clears throat> he's got a pelt, if you want to call it that. It's just up to you what you want to do. So here's what I've been mulling around. How many of you have rope? If all of us do, we could just tie the cart to ourselves. Why have one person drag it? That's ridiculous. We could all drag it. Well, I believe they did have the harnesses where the four dogs were tied in, so there's four hookups already. Yeah, that the harnesses could work too if you... Don't mind doing a doggy style. I think we could find a way to work with it. So since we're dragging that stuff, might yeah, as well just let me have a strength check. Strength check from everybody. Uh, I'm gonna need at least 35, total of 35 to get this thing drug in the blizzard snow to the cart or the excuse me the sled. So everybody can just give me a strength check. Well, Yelir's going to abstain because he's obviously Ooh. grievously wounded and doesn't need to be straining himself right <laughs> All now. All right, that's fine. You've got a 20. There's your 35 right there from those two guys. Did you say save? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, just, uh, just the left hand abilities. Okay, check. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a check. I think what we've got here is plenty to drag him over. Uh, it'll take you a few minutes. Uh pulling in the snow and trying not to slip and fall and all that. You get it over to the uh, sled, no problem. And uh, I'll just use the same checks again. You guys are able to kind of roll it. Are you going to gut him or are you going to uh, leave it as is? I think we should leave it as is while we're in the wild, to be honest. Okay, I mean, it's already starting to freeze. That's good. All right, so you roll it up on the cart... Uh, you tie it down with some rope. Uh, you guys get on the harnesses that were holding all of the uh, dogs, and you're able to pull back to town in just over an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, you got about maybe another 15 minutes of daylight, or what you would consider to be daylight, this dim light left as you make it back to the north look tavern it is still really really windy and blizzardy come in through the door of the tavern the uh, three dwarves spin around and absolute shock to see that you're there they jump up from the tables knocking over the chairs 
and they uh, did you get it did you get it uh, oh are you okay are you okay are you did you get it did you get it we retrieved it well done give give them give them the gems and, the, and one of them pokes her head out into the street spins back around as if his eyes could get any bigger they're they're huge they're almost falling out of the sockets the other one that you've never heard speak before says he got it he got it i can't believe he got it the one fella digs into his pouch uh, underneath his coat there and pulls out uh, five gemstones uh, that are going to be worth 50 gold apiece and he kind of puts the bag he counts the gems he kind of drops them back in the bag and he puts the bag on the table and he says thank you so much my, my, my wife and children will now be able to eat thank you so much as he starts to head out the door he stops dead in his tracks and he kind of backs up slowly and he turns around and he's pointing out the door what is that on the sled we decided to just go ahead and take care of that yeti while we were out there as well shouldn't be bothering you anymore what uh what would you like us to do with it i mean it it's it's huge we figured maybe they could stuff it and put it in a corner in the inn the barkeeper the innkeeper is standing there kind of wiping out tin cups uh from the the rush hour uh, of the lunch time he kind of looks up and he goes what and he, he kind of puts it down the rag and he's wiping his hands on his apron as he walks from behind the bar he goes over to the door the wind is blowing in and he says uh oh my soul that's he looks at you guys he looks back out the door that's a yeti i've never seen such a beast um i he's getting kind of loud so his three daughters and the son they both come up behind him put their hands on him and kind of look over his shoulder out the door uh, the snow is blowing in but nobody seems to mind as they they look at this grand specimen of a yeti all they can see is its back because uh, you've kind of rolled it up onto the sled on its stomach yeah could be kind of cathartic you know figure you guys can fill it up you know either dress it up as your friend or dress it up as whatever beat it up one of the daughters says oh father think of the business that will come to see this thing will it even fit in here the father's now rubbing his chin after she says that oh yes daughter it will fit i'll make sure of it he spins around and shakes all of y'all's hands start shaking your hand and he says drinks are on the house what will you have some of that fine chalky milk you serve chalk i i've never heard it called that before chalky milk i think that'll put that on the menu father we we don't have a menu. <laughs> After the people start coming to see this thing, we will have a menu. So they all scamper back to the back and come back out with maybe one gallon casks of ale, of mead, of wine. He brings out a, a couple warm cups of the chalky milk. He, he just says, I, I, I can't thank you enough. I... I just wish this endless winter would everyone could get back to normal. But thank you for what you've done here today. And you look around and the three the three guys are gone. The three little dwarves are gone. They're gone? Yeah. As you guys were kind of taking on the praise and whatever, they slipped out. The bag is still there on the table. 
It has the five uh, gemstones in it. If anybody goes out to look, the Yeti is laying face down in the street, slowly being covered up by snow, but the sled is gone. All right, I'd like to check in with my retainer slash butler, Joffrey, and I'll approach him and say, you didn't do any gambling, did you? Why, sir, you, you told me specifically no gambling. Of course not. Very good. Although, I was tempted, mind you. I was tempted, but no, I did not. Very good. Very good. Uh, You don't need another mob incident. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, I was trying to forget that, but thank you for reminding me. Yes. I'll go over and pick up the bag. You look inside uh, the bag. There There are five, as far as you can tell, pretty nicely cut gemstones. I guess I'll take one and hand the bag over to whoever's closest to me. As you pass it around, uh, each person gets a gem. You can put that in there. Yeah, you can put it in your inventory. I grab my gem with a handkerchief and take great care not to touch it. I mean, if this is what passes for gems up here, I mean, in Waterdeep, this would be a pebble. But I mean, I'll take it for now. If you don't want it, I'll take another. No, no. A, a man who does a hard day's work needs to be paid. Otherwise, it insults the employer. And the hardworking laborer themselves. Here, here. You guys are back at the uh, the inn. It's uh, just now getting to that point of day, which is about two o'clock in the afternoon, where it is starting to get go back into the pitch pitch blackness again. Well, I'm sitting down and enjoying this fine drink. I'm enjoying my drink as well. Here we take a. Uh quick rest while we're here before we see about getting up to any other shenanigans. As you uh, guys kind of take your ease amidst the very, very grateful family that is that owns the inn, the fireplace is roaring, the tavern is by no means full. As a matter of fact, it does not have hardly anyone in there but yourselves. There is one person that sits over in the corner. You recognize her. It is Helene. As you catch eyes, as you uh, lock eyes with her, she nods to you, uh, takes out her pipe and lights it and takes a puff out of the pipe. I'll uh, lean over to Dunhart, uh, Durhan. Uh, I believe that's your woman. You want to go see what she needs? I'm not sure about calling her my woman, but I will go and check on her. Certainly seems like she knows you. Who is she? I kind of ignore that and walk over to her. Hello, dearie. Do you have any further news for us? Oh, well, uh, it's curious that you just should ask me that. Uh, Have you been out scouting for our dear Torga? I I saw you come in from the cold. We did run a separate errand, although it was for a group that gave us a uh, possible lead. Oh, really? Please, sit down. And do tell. There were some uh, fine dwarves who were having some issues with a apparently a yeti on the way here. Yes, they were yes. Coming down the east way, we uh, assisted in retrieving their goods, and uh, they did uh, inform us that they thought they had seen our quarry somewhere out near East Haven. Oh yes, uh, yes, she does travel quite a bit in this area. Uh, mainly to the smaller towns, you see. Well, that is a good lead. Perhaps you should uh, do a little of investigating. Amongst the town, there are other inns and taverns, you know, that have uh, 
secrets to be told is uh, perhaps you will find someone that has done business with her in the days past or you could stay here and wait for her to appear and uh, I, I know that the one we seek is always nearby unless it is his time off and then he goes and does the less the seedier things of life if you understand my meaning based off of our previous conversations i think i can understand and now i i do not know if i had made it clear before but uh, torgas is not my desire to see incapacitated if you will so keep looking i'm sure he will come up sefik must be dealt with before there are any more murders understood we may take a small rest at the very least uh, one of our members uh, has some deep wounds what did you encounter? Uh, well, the Yeti. A Yeti, you say? Oh my. Well, you, you are... You can go outside and take a look if you want to see it. I might just do that on my way out. You are very formidable. If the five of you have taken down a Yeti. That is no small feat, you know. You are to be commended. Well, more than be praised. Oh, a religious man, I see, huh? It is always good to have one to speak to in time of need. I only came in to see what progress was made. It is all well and good for you to take other side quests because I don't want the word getting out that you are all in to find this Sephic cultural. Uh, word travels both to the good ear and to the bad. So the lower profile you keep the better seems prudent yes 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 it does if i'd have known i was going to get this old i would have taken better care <laughs> ah forgive an old woman for just talking out the side of her mouth i apologize i did have my days though <laughs> i did have my days that is all right ah well i uh i will be on my way she tamps, tamps her pipe on the table and begins to head out. She dons her winter clothing and as she walks towards the door, she looks at the rest of the party, winks, nods her head. As she opens the door, a strong blast of wind comes in and, and you can see her hunch over and almost shiver, but she stops and stands upright as she sees the Yeti in the street. And as she slightly turns to pull the door in behind her, you see a smile on her face as the door closes. Well, I'll go back to the table with the rest and see about getting some of that ale. Stay. I'm a rest and relax and drink and eat, and I'm gonna go pawn this gem because I need money. Bryn Shander is, like I said, a fairly large town, 1,500 people. Uh, in comparison to some that only have 100. If that's what you want to do, you uh, ask the innkeep, and he will tell you that uh, just a few blocks down, you will find a store, a shop that deals... It's kind of magic shop, but they deal in gems, you know, for those that need gems for spells. So that would be a good place, and they are very honest and will give you the right price they deal specifically in gems for magical purposes you say 
Oh yeah, yeah. They have they have some uh, some of those there. I would like to accompany him over there. Uh, I think I would like to as well. Yep, that's fine. Uh, did we actually get a short rest? Can we spin hit dice? Uh, sure. As you're sitting there, you know, eating some food, getting warm back up, that well, I will give that as a short rest, rest for sure. Just in case I get murdered on the way again. And then uh, I guess we're off to go shopping. If everyone else is going, I guess I'll go too. As you head farther, almost due south, and, and about halfway between the Black Iron Blades and the North Look, uh, and I believe that's Elir. Yes. Halfway between there, you see kind of like a big side street, like a cross street. Uh, right in there are some shops that you see, and obviously, from the uh, the sign that's hanging, squeaking in the wind, as the uh, the snow rattles it about and the wind, uh, you see the weary mage with uh, the picture of a mage with a uh, pipe hanging out of his mouth, sitting in a a, a chair. And this I'll, is the shop that you were told to go into. I'll walk in like I own the place and pawn my gem off. Do I need to roll something? Uh, no, no, no. You, uh, you place the gem on the counter. You explain to the shopkeeper what you want to do with it. He says, oh, that's a, a very nice bloodstone. The facets are very, very nice. He can give you 50 gold pieces for it, is what he tells you. He will just sell it without haggling, because it would be beneath him to haggle over a prize. No, he said, he tells you, he says, uh, this is, it's a very worthy gem, and I will give you 50 gold pieces for it. Okay, he will sell his gem for 50 gold pieces. All right, go ahead and throw 50 in your gold. Anyone okay. else? Yes, uh, I've got one right here. Oh, yes. Joffrey, show the man the gem. Yep, he, he handles it, he looks at it, he pulls out a jeweler's loop kind of looking thing, uh, starts looking at it. Oh, yes, just, this is just as nice as the other. Nearly identical, actually. It's very strange. Um, I, I will give you 50 gold pieces, if you'll have it. Thank you kindly. You're quite welcome. I'll hand him mine. Uh, another? Did you all rob a bloodstone mine or something? And he chuckles to himself. <laughs> I... Oh, this is very nice as well. I, I'm not quite sure who did the uh, faceting on these gems, but they did quite well. I will, I will indeed be happy to give you 50 gold pieces for this. And I'll be happy to take that. Thank you for your business, sir. Uh, feel free to look around if there's anything you would like to invest in. Uh, sir, do you have one as well? I actually, as far as shopping around, I have another inquiry. I hear you all deal in magical stones of the sorts. I, I, have, chance, I have a small inventory, yes. Have you by chance heard of or come across what they call a ruby of the war mage? Oh, well, yes. Yes, I, it's it's uh, unusual that you should ask for that. I, I, I do have one. It's not been in my shop very long. Or, or would you be willing to pay 60 gold pieces for it? That sounds like a reasonable price, and I'll hand over the gem worth 50 and the extra 10 gold pieces on top of it. Thank you so much. All right. Anybody else while they're here? What else might they have uh, in stock here? Oh, uh, uh, we, we, we do not uh, have 
huge amounts of items here. And it's probably best if you uh, just ask and I, I can let you know if uh, if I have it. What, what is it you are looking for? Not sure what I'm looking for at the moment. I'm just asking. Yes, I, I, I have a, a, a few spell scrolls. If you are looking for spell scrolls, they are uh, not very high level, I'm afraid. All of the high mage uh, casters in the city belong to the mages guild and there is not a whole lot of call for me to keep them, but I, I do have a few. Uh, he goes back behind a curtain. He comes back out with a, uh, a few parchments rolled up uh, with a ribbon tied around them. And he says, um, I, I, I have, have one here. And he looks at a label on it, uh, like a sticky note, but it's, it's tucked up underneath the string. It says it is a, a scroll of thunderous smite. Uh, the next one here, he lays that on the counter. Uh, the next one here is a, a scroll of hex. And he sets that one on the counter. Uh, this one here, uh, this one here, a, a scroll of mage armor. He sets that one on the counter. A and the, uh, unfortunately, the last one I have is called a scroll of speak with animals. Hmm. Much obliged. How uh, much for the uh, scroll of mage armor? Would you be willing to pay 35 gold pieces for the scroll of mage armor? I reckon I can do that. Oh, very well, very well. Joffrey, play the good man, please. That's unusual, huh? But highly efficient, I imagine. Uh, 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 thank you, sir. Here is your scroll. Any of you fine gentlemen? Uh, anything else uh, upon your uh, hearts for your adventures, I, I would imagine? I may check back uh, from time to time to see if uh, inventory has changed. Oh, absolutely. At least three times a ten day. I get a new stock, um, uh, depending on the weather, of course. And he looks out past everybody out the, the shop window. But yes, normally I, I will get a small shipment. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, powders and things like that for for the wizard or the type of person that needs. Uh, uh, yes, for those things. Can can I point you in any direction? Are, are you seeking anything? Uh, lodging? There is lodging just up the street. Uh, to the north, there it is called, I believe it's called the North Look Inn and Tavern. Uh, quite friendly folk there. There are others, of course. Uh, thank you. I believe we're already being lodged at the uh, North Oh, Look. very well, yes. We do appreciate the recommendation, and I'll uh, let the uh, innkeep know that uh, you're recommending them. I, I appreciate that very much. Well, fare thee well, and please take care. You as well. As you guys... Uh, head back to the uh, the inn, you, you come upon kind of a strange sight. Uh, get back to the inn, the body of the Yeti is gone. Uh, you see footprints that are partially half covered up by snow, and you see drag marks that kind of look like they go around to the back of the inn, and, and that's about as far as you can see, about 20 feet. It's pitch black. Outside, it is windy and snowing and blizzard so what in tarnation i'm gonna um run to the inn but while i'm doing so i will message the group with the spell message okay and okay. i'll say i'm gonna just pop in and make sure they didn't bring it in 
if you all want to follow those tracks. And I will do that. You're going to go in and ask what happened to the Yeti? Yeah. Okay. okay. I won't just barge in and yell that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Go to the bar. As you come in, the door kind of slams behind you uh, as you push against the wind. There's nobody there in the uh, tavern portion. You look to the bar, and there's nobody there either. But as you walk toward the bar, uh, in a few moments, the bartender comes out. He says, oh, hail, well met. How are you? Uh, did you find the shop all right? I will say to him while pointing, hey, yeah, I did. Thanks. Um, and then over message, I'll say to him, hey, it's just me speaking to you in your head. You can respond in, in kind. Is everything all right? He kind of looks around right? like, oh, oh, I see. He kind of looks around. Oh, yes, everything is quite well, actually. My brother is a taxidermist, and he came over to look at the specimen. If you uh, catch my meaning, we uh, took it around behind the inn here. It kind of unseemly to be sitting and laying out on the street, so we brought it around the back. He is taking a look at what uh, he is going to have to do to and then asking me what kind of a pose I would like it in. He looks past you again all around. Yes, that is what has happened to the uh, specimen. It, it is in quite good hands. Thank you for asking. Oh, thank the gods. I thought there was something going wrong or something horrible had happened. Oh, I'll no, message no. the gang and I'll be like, hey, it's all cool. It, it was quite unseemly just laying out on the street there. I, I was afraid it was going to scare business away instead of uh, bringing it in. But once my brother is finished, he said about uh, two ten days and he will be finished. Uh, it, would, it will be back uh, right over there. I think right over there in the far corner would be a great place for it. And thank you again for uh, leaving that with me. I, I, I certainly hope it would bring business in. Well, the pleasure's all ours, you know. We certainly can't take it with us. <laughs> Might as well do some do some good here. You've been good to us, you know. Uh, this is very true. If you don't mind, I I don't see many patrons here at the moment. I'm going to go back and aid my brother and possibly keep my son out of his way. My son is just enamored with that great beast. But anyway, if you don't mind, I will take my leave. Oh, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, do you require anything? Uh, do, do you require food or drink? I can stoke the fire for you. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine, you're good. Do your thing, do your thing. Uh, I don't know about these guys, though. They're going to be walking in any minute. If you are in need of anything, he uh, goes around behind the bar, pulls out a like it, it looks like a, a tiny cowbell. If you rang it, it he would hear it. He, he puts it on the counter and says, if if uh, you are in need of anything, uh, please let me know, and I will be right here. You got it. And uh, I will take a seat by the fireplace and kick off my boots upside down near the fire just put my feet someplace cozy while I All right. wait for everyone to get settled in okay. completely ignoring that message I'm going to head to the nearest other tavern or inn and see what kind of trouble I can get into over there since you are from here you are well versed in most of the taverns like the really really seedy ones you would never be caught dead in anything like that other than that you know some of the you know higher echelon joints if that's where you want to go we can get you there sure go see what's up over there kind of 
madness we get into. Rub elbows with people of my stature. You go a few blocks, you, you kind of split from the party as they're heading back to North Look, and you go into a, a, an establishment that you are pretty f- familiar with. The name of the uh, establishment is called the Foaming Mugs, which sounds a lot lower class than it actually is. As you walk in, uh, the first thing that you notice is it the entrance is just doesn't go right into the area, uh, the public area. There's kind of like a uh, little room uh, between the outside, uh, about a, a 10 foot by 10 foot little room that has people's coats and stuff hang up and people's uh, uh, snowshoes put together and, and leaned up against the little walls and stuff. There's benches in there. And then there's a doorway that opens up into the public area. As you you go in, you uh, you notice right away that although this place is not bustling at, at what, what are we going to call it three o'clock in the afternoon, there are there are people there, and there are you know, quite a few compared to the other place. As you walk in, you see uh, it's not exactly a bar; it's a very small, maybe five foot wide. There's one person standing behind it. He has much neither nicer clothing on. He has a leather vest with a, a bloused shirt underneath of the uh, vest. He has uh, some kind of pants on that are skins over boots. And uh, he's just standing there. Um, there there may be 15 people, 10 to 15 people in the establishment, um, but they seem to be much higher quality clientele, at least to your eye. I'll do my best to arrange my tattered cloak with the uh, wolf pelt thrown over to uh, preserve my dignity. Make a ruckus of myself and see if there's anybody who takes any bites. Oh, Make sure that we just slayed a mighty yeti practically by myself. As you are kind of accustomed to, the crowd that is there, if you want to call it a crowd, uh, those that are there, they all kind of turn around and, and look you up and down as you are accustomed to being kind of snooty yourself. Uh, they kind of look you up and down. They're kind of measuring you up and see if you're worthy to, to even talk to, let alone give the time of day to. But they, they, they look at you and eh, kind of with indifference. And again, you're kind of used to that. They at least look at you. I'm, I'm just fishing. Is there anybody of interest that we uh, I should mingle with while I'm here? Or is it just locals? Uh, <clears throat> most of the tables are have two to three people at them um there is one table that has one person sitting at it um you do remember or realize that that person paid you absolutely no mind as you uh came in i guess what do they look like it's kind of hard to tell he has kind of a wide-brimmed hat on and his head is down uh, he has robes on kind of I don't know it's hard to see from where you're at but yeah they he, he's not he didn't even look up when you came in through the door um I hope he'll be snooty to introduce himself because obviously everyone needs to pay attention to him all right <clears throat> 
as you uh, walk over and I don't know what you're going to do, how you're going to introduce yourself, you're going to bump the table, I, whatever. I'm just going to go and sit down like I belong at the table. Oh, hello. Of course you've heard of me. Who are you? He's slowly, very slowly, his, the wide brim hat kind of looks up. And as you look into his eyes, they're steely, steely blue. And he says, uh, did I ask you to sit down? No, no, it's okay. Everyone's always shy when they meet me at first. Yeah, well, I don't think you want to know my kind of shy. Oh, don't worry. We'll get you warmed up in no time. Oh, I'm sure you will. Oh, you sure look like you got some money on you. Oh, well, normally I have plenty of coin, but, you know, grandmother's been cutting me off, so I don't have as much pocket money as normal. But, you know, my name carries weight around here. Oh, <laughs> uh, what would that name be? Oh, you haven't heard of me. You're Lair Rontar from the Rutar house in Waterdeep? <laughs> I thought everyone knew I was in town. And Waterdeep, eh? What are you doing here, then? Laddie. Oh, well, Granny thought I need to get out and see the world, you know, spread my wings a little. Yeah, it's, it, it'll be fine. She'll, she can't stay mad forever. I'm her favorite. Yes, I'm sure you are, mate. And with that, he kind of sits up in his chair and, and you, you notice something about this guy that he, uh, his, his skin is like an olive color. It's, uh, it's kind of weird looking. His eyes are steel blue. And all he has on, what you thought was a robe, but you couldn't tell because of the hat. He wears a leather vest. And as you kind of quickly look him up and down, he uh, has leather pants on with boots that go over top the pants. Kind of like maybe what you would have seen on a sailor on any seafaring ship. Uh, you don't see any, at least at this table, on his chair. You... So, what you want to talk about then, Chatty Cathy? Well, uh, you seem like an interesting chap. What? kind of trouble can I get to while I'm in town? <laughs> you want trouble, do you? Oh, well, just, just, you know, a little bit. Well, I, I'm gonna treat you as harmless because the trouble that you're looking for, mate, it's one of a kind. Well, I am one of a kind. <laughs> Glad we both agree. Well, that's not what I meant, because I've seen plenty of... ...like you. Oh... And they're all the same. They wave their money about. They give orders. They want to be pampered, don't they? Oh, no. See, I'm an adventurer. I just... I mean... Uh... I know... 
bright and adventurous. Alright. And he kind of looks over the side of the table. I can see that. So what are you adventuring for, mate? Well, the same thing every adventurer does. Trouble! I see. Have you got any adventures on your plate at the moment? Well, not really. I mean, I slaughtered a Yeti single-handedly earlier. I mean, oh, it was only 12 you? feet tall. But yes, I mean, you're going to open this, like, uh, the wolf pelt and show him this huge Yeti claw right through my chest. What I'm seeing here, mate, is you survived a Yeti. Nothing, oh, no. Nothing it's... says you killed it on your own. Oh, it's dead. We left it at the North Look. They're going to stuff it and hang it up. There's going to be a plaque with my name on it and everything, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Right. Boy, you... You blow hard with a whistle, don't you? Look, I, I don't mean to be unfriendly, but I'm just here having a drink. Gotta go to work tomorrow. Gotta be... Gonna be out of town for a few weeks. So... Look, I... Don't mean to be ugly, but could you just leave me alone, alright? I never... Fine. You were beneath me anyways. Gonna get yes. up and walk away then. Yes, I'm sure I was. Be careful. Out there, mate. You never know who you run into. I hear there's been people getting murdered out there. Oh yes, don't worry. We're gonna take care. We're gonna track that guy down. I what was his name again? Oh, bodyguard. Um Gosh, uh, she told. Well, anyways, we figured out who it's gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna take care of him. We're gonna track him down. He's supposed to be guarding this merchant, but when we get a hold of him, oh, he'll never know it hit him. Oh, is that right? His name isn't Suffolk Caltro, is it? No, no, I don't think it was that. Uh, it was like um, Simon, Simi, Savvy, Stephen. I think it was Stephen. Yeah, probably Stephen. Right. Push off, mate. Oh, no problem. What was your name, by the way? <laughs> My name is Savic Caltro. Oh, nice to meet you, Savic. Oh, by the way, if you see that Steven guy, just let me know. We're staying over at the North Look. Thanks for the info, mate. I appreciate it. No problem. Have a good day, and if you find any of that trouble, you send it my way. Oh, believe me, I will. And with that, it is time to call it oh, this, this session two. So, well done, guys. You killed a Yeti. You gave away your, <laughs> your intentions. But other than that, good session. We're not looking for him. We're looking for Steven, apparently. So. <laughs> Go beat Steven's ass. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, good session, guys. Really, yeah, you did good. I, I thought it was going to turn out really ugly there for a moment, but uh, that was good thinking uh, on your part. Um, I will uh, hand out a couple things here after we stop recording but uh thanks for everybody for listening whoever you are uh we appreciate it uh don't forget to uh check out praetor's rejects uh on 
YouTube and on Twitch. Uh, they have a f pretty full schedule all week long of um, broadcasting and streaming uh, Dungeons and Dragons and uh, other shenanigans. Until next week, unless anybody has anything to say, we'll go ahead and sign off and stop the recording. Good night, all. Night, guys. Night, everybody. Good night, Steven. We're coming for you. <laughs> Good night. And with that, we bring this session to a close. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to subscribe to the Praetor's Rejects podcast on your favorite audio platform. Rhyme of the Frostmaiden podcast, brought to you by Total Party Kill Games, creators of Dark Fantasy Dungeon and Dragons compatible products, plus hilarious card games and more. You can find them at www.totalpartykill.games and check out their latest releases of products and books. The Druid's Den, your place for magical supplies and apothecary needs. Their website is located at www.thedruidsden.com. Make sure and support Mama Prater's new endeavor. Next time on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. Well, we could try to do a little more research into this Suffolk character. Ah, Stethic. You mean Steve, right? No, we mean Stethic. You ain't been running around town looking for a Steve now, have you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Stethic, uh, what was, what would his last name be?